0: Imagine you're enjoying an outdoor activity far from home, such as a camping trip, and suddenly there's a life-threatening emergency. Would you be mentally prepared to deal with the situation? Here with more, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy?
1: Thank you, Chris. Our guest is Kevin Estella, founder of Estella Wilderness Education, LLC, and the author of 101 Skills You Need to Survive in the Woods. Kevin, I think a lot of people would react to the title of your book by saying, hey, I live in the city and I never go hiking or anywhere near the woods. Maybe you could give us some examples of life-threatening emergencies where the skills that you write about can be important for anyone.
2: Sure. Let's face it. There are plenty of stories of people who get stranded on the side of the road, whether it's in blizzard conditions or the result of an accident, where they may have to rely on survival skills. They may have to learn how to signal or procure water or treat water while they're waiting for help to arrive. It's very easy to paint one picture in your head of what a survival situation looks on based on popular culture and media, But the reality is a survival situation can be very minor, and it may result just from an emergency that you can't resolve quickly. So it's not only applicable to those situations, but also just travel in the outdoors in general and finding ways of doing things easier and finding ways of challenging yourself. There's definitely merit in learning from hard training like is presented in this book.
1: There's training, there are skills, but there's also the mental aspect. Tell us a bit about that.
2: The mindset that's presented in the book is grounded in Sayak Kali, which is a Filipino martial arts system that I'm an instructor in. And we speak about the readiness. Word. Readiness is a mindset and it has three components. That's awareness, preparedness and willingness. And all three of those components have to be there for someone to truly be considered ready. So I believe when people find out, wow, I just have gear. And I haven't really tried any of that gear out in the field or pressure tested it Well, I'm really not as willing as I should be. I think people are going to see where their deficiencies are and they're going to start weak point training, identifying where they could improve themselves. And they'll get closer and closer to readiness every single day. The goal is to become a better version of yourself every single day. Focus on yourself. And that's part of mindset as well.
1: So for those who will be heading out this summer for an outdoor vacation, maybe hiking or camping, what are some items that you think are important that many people wouldn't necessarily think of?
2: I think one of the most important things people need to do before they head out is to let someone know before you go. I mean, you could have all the items in your kit. You could be totally prepared with all the gear and all the skills. But you have to let someone know where you're going and you have to stick to your plan. After you have a very responsible person aware of where you're going and what you're doing, then you can start assessing the gear that you have on you. And that could include a water bottle, proper clothing so you could sleep out in the great outdoors if you need to be, even without a shelter because your clothing's your first line of shelter, obviously a knife. Portage, flashlight, food provisions, first aid equipment, flashlight, and so on and so on. The list will vary from person to person based on their need, but you really want to start packing to your weakness. You don't want to carry the items that I carry, so to speak, unless the items that I carry work for you. And what you carry is going to be very, very personal, and it should be grounded in reality.
1: We talked about the materials, but you also write a lot about skills and training, and you touched on that a bit. Maybe you could just touch on just a handful of the top skills that you think are most useful.
2: Fire starting is way up there. We use fire for cooking. We use fire for staying warm. We use fire for signaling. You can use fire to cut down a tree if you needed to, setting a fire at the base. After fire skills, learning how to actually use your tools, learning how to use your knife Aside from that, obviously learning how to set up a shelter out of a tarp. I mean, with just a 10 by 10 square tarp, you can easily create multiple shelters for both living space and sleeping space. You can set up a shelter that will work for a group or an individual to increase visibility or to reduce the amount of wind coming into camp. I can't really say that one skill is the greatest of them all because they're entirely situational dependent. If you are in an emergency situation where you're using your vehicle as shelter, then I can't really say shelter is more important than say, you know, first aid skills. But I'll tell you that if you get into an accident and you know, you're you hemorrhaging and you need to stop bleeding with the tourniquet, well, trauma skills, first aid skills are definitely more important than learning edible and medicinal plants.
1: Kevin Estella, the author of 101 Skills You Need to Survive in the Woods. Kevin, do you have a
2: website? I do. My website is kevinestella.com. That's K-E-V-I-N-E-S-T-E-L-A.
1: Well, thanks again for joining us today on InfoTrack.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I hope everyone stays safe and enjoys the outdoors.
0: And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That wraps up another edition of InfoTrack. InfoTrack Internet services are provided by pear.com. Thanks to this week's contributors, Roy Mackey and Gina Tedesco. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm your host, Chris Whitting, inviting you to join us next week for another edition of Infotrek.